Boom in four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, so we were able to sneak in a podcast before Friday and actually move Friday's podcast to today's. So what we were going to talk about on Friday, we had it all written out. We had it all, um, you know, properly written out on the notes and stuff like that. So um, better early. I mean, better late than never. Better. I don't know the what the fucking terms are. But, you know, the earlier the better. You know, get your stuff out earlier in the week. And that's exactly what we're doing. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to it. Episode 310 of Kicking It With The King. My name is Gabriel Hernandez and it is good to be back as always. Welcome to Kicking It With The King live. Ladies and gentlemen, we are not in our normal place of residence. We're on a little bit of a time schedule today. We have a little over an hour, ladies and gentlemen. So without further ado, let's not waste any time, ladies and gentlemen. I know I said that back to back. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. I know it can get fucking tiring. But first things first, as always, we are available everywhere you get your shows. Exclusively on Spotify. Exclusively on Apple Podcasts as well. Um, Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. At KWTK Pod. Well, the podcast page account you can follow at KWTK Pod, as well as my Instagram, G the King Official, and uh, as well as G the King MMA on Twitter. You know, you could tweet tweet me. You know, obviously tag me in tweets, questions, comments, concerns. Like, share, rate, review our show, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, without you guys, it wouldn't be a show. Without you guys, it wouldn't be anybody to talk to, to broadcast to, and to have anything, have any communication, have any purpose of this. So you guys are the sole purpose. So I sincerely appreciate everyone and you guys. All right, let's get this train rolling, baby. What do we got on today's list, on today's lineup? All right, ladies and gentlemen, starting off at the very top, something that's been of notice the past couple days in the UFC actually taking action to this specific statement made by one Dana White. So the UFC has announced that they are going to be cutting six fighters. Not necessarily the UFC, but Dana White has publicly talked and and, and said that they will be cutting 60% uh, of the roster by 2021 or so like that. I don't know if it was directly uh, uh, in 2021, but recently, and they're looking to clear up space and free up a a bunch of the roster. So um, that was some, you know, not surprising breaking news, but, you know, it takes you back to thinking about the previous days of when fighters would previously lose like two in a row. You know, you, you needed to win that third one or you might receive your walking papers or let's say you went, you lose three in a row then boom once you lose three in a row then you know you're not you're going to be looking for a different job so i mean i don't know if you guys remember that specific fight between overeem and frank mir i think both men were losing lost had lost two in a row previously like that hey siri hey siri look up alistair overeem's wikipedia for me Okay, Siri, she's not wanting to listen. I think it's because I have my headphone in, and I have one faulty headphone in, and uh, we'll have my iPhone on the desk and stuff like that. I'm not using the iPhone right now, but it's on the desk. Usually the Siri works, but I was going to look up over rooms. I'm pretty damn sure, but to to not butcher it, I I didn't want to butcher this next statement, 
But um, I'm pretty sure when Frank Mir fought Alistair Overeem in the UFC, that was one of the little times I really was like, like pressure. Like, dude, dude, these both of these dudes are facing two losses in a row on the verge of getting cut. Because if you if you think about it, for a lot of people that don't look at it like this, you're looking at fighters who are paid a bunch of money. But the thing is, you've got to be winning at the highest levels. You can't just be getting paid Alistair Overy money, almost $700,000 plus a fight, and be losing, you know, because that's losing the UFC's money. Now, if you're a guy, you know, like a, like a Conor McGregor kind of guy, and you're winning, and you're establishing yourself as one of the biggest stars in the history of the sport and you're establishing yourself as as somebody who's a force to be reckoned with inside and outside the cage hopefully inside the cage more often than not because if you're fighting and imposing your will outside the cage if you're one of those guys in that kind of position that's gonna warrant what towards some uh negativity and probably gonna end up in jail because you probably assaulted somebody if you're a guy like connor but anyways guys like that like i said uh it's just uh it's interesting you know you know to say like you know obviously it's not really it's crazy for him to say like you know you know just to blatantly say that they're gonna cut all those people i mean because we've only really gotten a a few cuts i think if i'm not mistaken might maybe like three that i've known that i can think of at the top of it you know um the recent one was well they had put uh, had said that they parted ways with one yoel romero and we'll talk about yoel romero later on in the show and the future of him and and where he should sign next and some fun fights we could have outside the ufc we, we talked about the same thing with anderson silva i mean anderson silva we recently parting ways we got yoel romero parting ways we got uh rochelle osovich just uh recently got released too after a third straight loss um that proves to you that looks on everything in the sport so anybody that's saying the ufc is keeping her because of her looks you can go fuck yourself because that's not entirely true she uh holds the record of four wins and six losses jesus christ that is a losing losing record that's not even 50 50 bro all respects to anybody that gets inside the cage as i've always said but yeah so the ufc's on a rampage of cutting fighters and you know a lot of people are wondering and questioning why there's, there's a handful of people out there that are wondering and questioning why this is happening. But if you look at, you know, like the Dana White Contender Series, right? If you look at the Dana White Contender Series, if you look at Dana White's looking for a fight, if you look at all these amazing shows that the UFC's picking up great fighters off or signing talents, from the UFC or from other organizations or other contracts or other previous fight organizations or you know the TV shows and shit like that that's giving a lot more of these young guys huge opportunities I mean did you look at Jordan Levitt last week yeah I mean Jordan Levitt if you guys don't know he, he won he beat uh um what is his name Matt not Matt Linland no not Matt Linland Matt Wyman I was getting the mats confused both of them been around the game for so some time I mean this guy is doing the splits this guy is uh slamming people this guy is doing backflips and whatever else the fuck he was doing and shit like that man and just like damn I'd never heard of this fella I'd never heard of this guy and um you know boom we get a superstar 
come out of the fight night. I mean, there's a lot of these guys that are coming out of these fight nights getting their time to shine. I mean, look at the, you know, Kevin Hollins of the world. I mean, the Joaquin Buckley. I mean, that guy had the, one of the most viral knockouts I, I think I've ever seen. I mean, when he caught that kick that uh, his opponent, and then he turns and does that spinning kick to the face and knocks him out cold. Do you guys not remember that a few weeks ago? That was absolutely fantastic. And one of the best parts about that, if you really don't pay attention, nor do you forget, nor do you have, if you have a selective memory, Kevin Holland beat Joaquin Buckley in impressive fashion. He actually stopped him. So if you look at middleweight, for example, middleweight right now is absolutely booming. I mean, what Marvin Vittori was able to do against Jack Hermanson. I mean, we just watched. I really, really talked too much about the fight, but you know, Marvin Vittori is one of those really good guys that he doesn't, a lot of people don't know about. You know, a lot of people are sleeping on, a lot of people may be annoyed with, a lot of people may think he talks too much, but his talking backs it up. His his fighting backs it up, excuse me. So everything that he's doing right now is perfect. I am more than happy for him. I mean, I know there's a long time, there was a long point in time where, you know, a lot of people were turning him down. A lot of people didn't really, you know, want to fight him. And same goes for a lot of, you know, there's a lot of guys in the, in, in the sport and in the UFC currently that, you know, a lot of people don't want to fight or turn down the contracts. I know if you look at the career of Ryan Hall, he's having a hard time finding some fights. And uh, I know Sean O'Malley had that problem at one point in time, too. So I know it's a thing in this sport. You know, a lot of these guys won't want to fight you if you don't have a name recognition or you don't have a good Instagram account. Hopefully you don't base your wanting to fight someone off their Instagram account nor their social media. I'd say off of name recognition, off of value and, and what they do for you and what they do for your career moving forward. So... So going back to what I was saying about the UFC cutting fighters, yeah, you know, it's very anxiety filling. It's very nerve wracking. And, you know, to be honest with you, I think that, you know, a lot of fighters, hi, buddy. Cute ass dog. Little fucking cute fucking dog. Oh my God, I got a little buddy was cute. He was adorable as fuck. I love dogs, man. So it's, you see the cute little dog go by. Of course, I got to stop in the middle of the show and do it. We're not even at home, ladies and gentlemen. California's on, under quarantine. You just got the Amber Alert to all of our smartphones, ladies and gentlemen, about the whole coronavirus spreading and the impact in your area. Stay home unless you're participating in essential activities. Bitch, I am essential and I am waiting for my motherfucking shift. So that's my excuse for that one. Um, back to what I was saying about the UFC cutting. You know, it's very anxiety feeling. And I remember back in that era, in that time, where I was thinking about, oh, fuck, this person's losing two in a row. He's going to get cut. The, having the anxieties of thinking about if they're going to get cut or not. Are you going to get cut? Is this guy going to get cut? Oh, my God, this is a great fighter. Is he going to get cut? And we talked about this a very, very, very long time ago. And it's like, you know, for example, like, you look at a couple fighters, you know, like a guy like a Sean O'Malley. Say Sean O'Malley, for example, loses his next fight. You know, I don't think he's going to get cut. Like, those aren't the guys that they're, they're going to cut. They're going to cut guys like, you know, unfortunately, last weekend, the Matt Wymans of the world. Um, you know, like the Anderson Silvas. I mean, 
I'm not saying I mean Anderson Silva has had a fantastic career, but if you looking if you're looking at the fighters that they're cutting, there've been a couple of the fighters have been fighters with losing records. I mean Yoel Romero, you know, obviously had a little stint going on. Um, Rochelle Osovich went facing three losses in a row. Anderson Silva, you know, losing seven fights in a row, you know, technically. Other than the fights on he won with Nick Diaz and you know some of them overturned and you know the Israel Adesanya fight was pretty fun back and forth. Not making any excuses. He lost seven fights in a row. And you know the UFC is paying these dudes way too much money. Not because they didn't deserve it, they've well on deserved it, but if they're not winning and performing to the top of their and the best of their qualities, then it's not it's not worth it. So Yes, going back to what I was saying, it is anxiety feeling, and I don't know if the UFC, obviously, like I said, there's going to be a lot more, so uh, th this may only be the beginning, ladies and gentlemen, and this is, the, this is the beginning, and I said, like, we're talking about this right now, but we're going to be talking about other cuts in the future, because bigger names are going to keep on ravaging up, stacking up, stacking up, stacking up, and it's going to be constant talking about, we're going to constantly be talking about that, and it's going to be something that we're talking about in the future because it's going to keep on happening, and it's going to be inevitable to, um, best case scenario, <laughs> to keep on fucking winning or look impressive in victory and or defeat. You know, no, nobody knows what, what's going on and what's planned, but, you know, some people are on the roster that are heavily name-recognized but necessarily aren't getting compensated for it. There are some people like that aren't getting really paid that much, but, you know, I, I do think that the people that are getting cut, I mean, you got to sit, you got to sit back and, and think about it for a second. You got, they said 60 plus fighters, bro. 60 fighters. And where's my fucking ass pen at? Hold on. Here we go. We almost lost the pen again, but no, like, okay, so sit back and think about it. 60 fighters. So, wow. You got to think, that's not just like one every, hear about it every other day. They're going to fucking destroy that shit like COVID. They're going to destroy that shit like COVID. They're going to wipe out their roster like COVID. And now, I don't know necessarily, maybe if they, they're, they're talking about making cuts next year, like, you know, just throughout the, periodically throughout the year. Or if they're gonna hit them, hit, hit them and like you know where it hurts. Who knows, man? But you know, like my my condolences to all the fighters. And you know, my best of luck to all the fighters, because you know, I I don't know if like they're just gonna cut every single fucking person that's losing. It's just they're gonna cut people that that they're costing them too much money, and they're gonna cut people that they feel aren't of a value to the roster. And it's a cutthroat sport. It's a, it's an unforgiving sport. It's something that's very dirty about the sport. I mean, if you think about it, these fighters don't have health care. These fighters don't have anything, man. You know, you come in, and if you look at some of these guys' purses... Their take-home purses, man, minus the percentages that they have to give to the coaches, minus the taxes. Some of these dudes don't make it. 
And, you know, one of the most more curious, I was going to say curious, what the hell does that mean, curious? Um, one of the things that I've been, like, I've th- thought about and, and wanted to sit down and actually have an interview with the fighter about, if, if they would be willing to, you know, arguably, like, uh, like a podcast that, that talks about income, like, know like how much money did you make in this year and then like what are your regular expenses like how are you able to constantly keep a flow like how are you able to afford your house payment how you afford to do all these other things and not you know necessarily fight that much but still have money left over i know investing is one important thing that a lot of these guys um should be doing and i know um gilbert burns did make uh an impressive um like a tweet about uh you know, hopefully, like, the guys that are getting cut or whoever it is, you know, put money away and shit like that. You know, uh, it's it's smart to invest your money in the sport because you think about, you know, the position that we're in right now. You, th- you got to think, man, we're, 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 in co- we're in a coronavirus uh, pandemic and nothing is guaranteed. I mean, if you look at a lot of these fight cards getting hit, I mean, this weekend's fight card right now is getting hit with, uh, with COVID uh covid uh positive tests all over the place so that's five fights i think it was five fights or something like that that was off the card already for this weekend and man that that's uh i mean that's fucking crazy dude that's crazy i mean i mean they're in the hotbed of covid19 in las vegas nevada i mean you could think everything's fine traveling to your fight week paying your coaches getting your training in and boom you get the coronavirus, you're not fighting. And if the UFC doesn't reschedule your fight for sooner and you get out, I mean, you're only really going to test positive for the coronavirus once. I mean, there's a couple. I, I don't remember exactly who it was at the top that that was, um, I think, they were positive. Or they got, like, a positive test and then they you know, retested and they were negative or they got it and then... They came back from it. Like, I don't, I forgot who it was. I can't, you know, there's so much stuff that goes on, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. I can't necessarily sit down and think about every little thing that happens in the world and stuff like that. But overall, like I said, I, I wish all the best of the fighters. Can continuously hope to see these guys winning. And, you know, regardless of that, if, and, or, but, um, I do think, and, and, you know, obviously believe that, you know, the best will happen and, and whatever happens, happens. And, you know, I, I, I just know that a lot of us are going to be very surprised and shocked when it happens. I mean, I was shocked for the Yoel Romero one. I mean, I think he is a fun fight for anybody, a dangerous fight for anybody at, at middleweight. And I think about, I and mean, we're going to translate from that to Yoel Romero now. Now that Yoel Romero isn't in the UFC anymore... Now we get the opportunity and the chance to talk about where he's going next. Now, Bellator and... Was it Bellator and PFL um, turned down offers? Or turned down... They they were not interested, but Malki Kawa had said, like, you know, there's more to the story of that. Maybe it was a money thing. Maybe... They were going to pay such a little amount for him and they weren't going to offer a lot or match 
uh, or not not match the UFC contract, but I don't think the UFC was offering another contract. That's the thing. But um, they weren't they weren't looking like you know the, the, it didn't necessarily go that well. But you know wherever he ends up being at, I think regardless of that, I think maybe if he fights in Japan. Maybe Ryzen. Could you imagine Ryzen picking him up? Japan picking up Yoel, the soldier of God, Romero. That would be a fun and phenomenal pickup. Now, I'm not necessarily for this PFL stuff. Nor am I in this in this game for uh, bare knuckle. Because, I mean, bare knuckle would be a big signing. But there really isn't that much depth in the bare knuckle boxing Promotion, all respects to the fighters, all respects to everybody that's competing under their banner. And we got like 30 minutes left here on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate you guys for tuning in uh, for this episode of Kicking with the King, episode 310. Subscribe to our show. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, we're available exclusively on Spotify Podcast and Apple Spotify Everywhere you get your shows, ladies and gentlemen, like, share, rate, and review. Um, so, like, you know, I, I just, I just want to see some more action. I, I, I want to see more action. I want to see more um, big-name fighters and stuff like that. You know, like, big-name fighters. Uh, I mean, th there's really no exciting... I mean, there's... There's some good guys over in Bellator, some well-recognized faces, some well-recognized talent over there. But, you know, I want to, I mean, who's to say, obviously, I was campaigning for Romero to go to Japan, maybe, and fight in Ryzen. But, you think about it, man. There's not that much top talent in Japan as well that anybody knows of that's, Amer that's from America. Or the mainstream fans, right? So, I mean, I just want to see him go up against good competition. That's somewhat going to give him a chance. I mean, if you're if you're a, a Japanese fan or Chinese fans or wh whoever the fuck Yoel Romero ends up being with, you know, it, it, it's he's going to be a part of a big fight next. And you know, having faith in in his management team, I think that you know, regardless of wherever he ends up being. You know, we're going to get a real well Romero we'll fight regardless of where it's at. You know, if it ends up being in the bare knuckle boxing ring, that's going to uh, be a huge, huge one. Um, you know, like I said, a lot of people don't. I mean, like, it's crazy to think about, like, how the fuck they get all this money and they're able to afford all these fighters and stuff like that. But, you know, money talks. And if they're able to get that kind of stuff secured, then by all means, bare knuckle has our blessings i guess i mean wherever like i said wherever romero ends up be, uh being I, I i'm fine and i'm i'm willing to see and you know like i said see what happens next ladies and gentlemen all right ladies and gentlemen we're moving on so some more crazy ass news has happened and has been announced in this crazy world uh, of mma and the world of combat sports so undefeated multi multi multiple time champion undefeated 
world champion, regarded as one of the best boxers, if not the best boxer of all time, considering the fact that he is undefeated. We got Floyd Money Mayweather recently posting, announcing on his Instagram, officially announcing a showdown with Logan Paul, the YouTube star, the guy that fought KSI, the brother of Jake Paul that just knocked out, uh, what what the hell is the dude's name, Nate Robinson on, on uh, the last Tyson Jones pay-per-view exhibition boxing bout. Boxing bout. So we got Logan Paul. So Logan Paul, KSI, if you guys remember that, if you're a huge boxing fan. If you're not a boxing fan and you watch the KSI fight, it's because you're a, fight, you're a fan of them as YouTubers and stuff. And they're both YouTubers that got together and boxed on a pay-per-view and made some money. And now this Logan Paul guy, you know, I mean, if you do that, remember that, what was it, like the spirit, what, what forest was he in? He was like in a forest and he did like some very, very offensive videos or something like the forest of the dead or what the fuck it was called. What was that shit called? Let's look it up real quick. Okay, it was called the suicide forest. So a bunch of people go there and commit suicide and there's bodies of people that are still there and they've never been found and stuff like that. Dude, Logan Paul was an ugly ass motherfucker back then too with the Pokemon hat on. Is that a Pokemon hat or what kind of hat is that? You see the video, it says he finds a dead body in there and he's just like, you know, trolling and making fun and, you know, just very, very offensive video. From my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, that's where I feel that he got canceled officially. So that's why he had to translate to the boxing world. Because people are going to be talking about it and thinking, and he's like, what the fuck? This guy for real? This guy really wants to box? This is insane. This is crazy. What the fuck's going on? What is this guy doing? This guy has no chance. And, you know, that's a lot of it that's happened. Same thing with Jake Paul. And we talked about that on the last podcast too i mean these guys coming out of the woodwork these guys wanting to fight guys like conor mcgregor i mean i mean if we're having we're starting the freak show fights of 2020 slash 2021 sign me up already. i mean jake paul wants to box mcgregor um people are penciling in yoel romero to fight jake paul as crazy as that sounds um i mean for fuck's sake going back to it we've got logan paul versus floyd mayweather like Logan, all right, let me just sit here and say this because I had never imagined myself saying these words put together. I never imagined myself putting these being words that my mouth has said and have it be a serious thing. Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. When is that fight? Oh my god, he is going to beat the shit. Out of Logan Paul, <gasps> and I bet that you bet my money on that. All right, when is it? Um, all right, let's see. Let me go to Floyd Mayweather's Instagram. Yep, Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul. Super exhibition bout, February 20th, 2021. I mean, I mean, this guy can fight. Logan Paul could box. You know, if he was in the street fight, I'm pretty sure he'd do well. 
But are you talking about going up against the pound for pound most talented fighter and most creative and best defensive boxer on the planet in the form of Floyd Mayweather? One of the best fighters to ever do it. Logan Paul's fighting this guy, this YouTube guy. I mean, attention, Nashikawa, a credentialed kickboxer that whoops the fuck out of, uh, uh, that, that Floyd Mayweather whooped the fuck out of. I mean, hence, he wasn't allowed to use this kickboxing, so he is relatively stuck in a boxing match, and I think he was way smaller than him. Was he, was, was tension smaller than him? I don't remember. But, yeah, it was an unfair advantage. I, I don't know how the fuck Floyd got the best of a kickboxer, a multiple-time kickboxer on the feet and stuff like that. But, hey, if Floyd toyed around with the tension Natsukawa, uh, a, a phenomenal, talented kickboxer, versus a Logan Paul, a guy who hasn't even been training that long, a guy who hasn't really even, you know, I mean, he wrestled. He's a phenomenal wrestler. He has great wrestling and shit like that. I mean, he trustled with Paulo Costa and had fun with that. And he's a high-level athlete and shit, and both, both the Paul brothers are. And regardless of that, you know, regardless of the YouTube channels and what you think about them, they're high-level athletes. So all respects to Logan Paul for getting this fight. I mean, 99.999999999% of these motherfuckers on the planet are going for Floyd Mayweather, and 99% of these motherfuckers are, are going to... Um, root and think that and know that Floyd Mayweather is going to beat the shit out of him and it's not even gonna be close it's not let me tell you something that's gonna be close and let me tell you something that's gonna be successful about this matchup on the side of Floyd Floyd Mayweather is gonna cash in a huge easy payday he's gonna beat the shit out of Logan Paul, mark my words, we're coming back to episode 310 and talking about this. When this happens, when, I don't know how many more episodes we got coming up until until that pay-per-view comes up, but he, he's going to beat the shit out of him. It's not going to be close. It's not going to be close, ladies and gentlemen. If you think it's going to be close, if you're sitting down entertaining the fact that Logan Paul may have a chance because Floyd's older, because he's bigger, and Logan Paul weighing it at 180-something, 89 or something like that, and his last fight with KSI, he's a big dude. He's a big motherfucker. I mean, Floyd Mayweather, how much is Floyd Mayweather weighing in? How much did he weigh in for the fight with Conor? I don't think he weighed that much. I mean, interesting to see what happens. But 99.9% .9 of me tells me that he's going to beat this shit out of Logan Paul. I mean, going back to my t hot topic that what I just said. I mean, if you look at Floyd's fight with Tenshin Nasukawa, that was one-sided. And Tenshin Nasukawa has like a billion times the experience and, and twice as much combat sports kickboxing experience and, uh, than, than Logan Paul and Jake Paul combined for three lifetimes. Like, the, the, it, it, if it's not close... With that, and it's a super exhibition bout or whatever the fuck it is, whatever it's called, dude, it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be close. However, 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 motherfuckers, if Tension Nashikawa was able to use his kicks, his knees, and spinning back 
techniques, his wild techniques on Floyd Mayweather, however, that would have been a different one. That's the part that benefited Floyd Mayweather the most because Floyd was only was was a, a expert in the stand-up. Now he's probably a lot better boxer than Tension because Tension's used to use kickboxing. Now you could be a great kickboxer, but you know still have trouble on the feet with the boxing because you follow up your boxing techniques with kicks. Or you only know more kicks and you're more centered towards kicks than you are punches. And there are some guys like that that heavily rely on their kicks and their and their speed. I mean Jose Aldo relied on his kicks for the longest time. And now we're seeing him box. And we seen him with the Piotr Jan fight. We seen him in the Marlon Rice fight. He was purely boxing. We didn't really see too much of those kicks. So when you're when going back to um, the kicks, you know, Tenshin Nasakawa wasn't able to utilize his full uh, repertoire of skills. He wasn't able to utilize them. And, you know, that resulted in him being half a fighter. That resulted in Floyd being able to toy with him. That resulted in Floyd picking him apart. And the same thing goes with Conor McGregor. Same thing, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it's a fight. If you, if you want to sit here and say, oh, well, well, if he was able to do this, if he was able to do that. No, that's the point. That's the whole reason. He, he got the Connor payday. He got the Tension Nashikawa payday. And now he's going to get the Logan Paul payday. And you got to think. I mean, you, you, you think about the fans. Oh, 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 oh my God. I'm going to have an orgasm right now. You, you got to think about this. I'm so fucking excited. I'm getting a boner, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just saying I'm fucking excited. But look at this next point, okay? This next point that I'm about to make. We are making history here this is a fucking this is an important ass point all right this is gonna be history in the making all right this is this is a history history point right here ladies and gentlemen this is some real shit right here all right this is some real ass shit right here okay so combined look at the fans of floyd mayweather hundreds of thousands of fans hundreds of thousands of fans and look at Jake Paul. Obviously, he's going to watch his brother's stuff. Jake Paul's fans, probably Logan Paul's fans as well. And they're both going to watch and tune in and watch whatever the fuck's going down. I mean, these boxing matches did reportedly very well. Um, I know, obviously, more people probably tuned in for the Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fight than the Jake Paul fight. But just the fact that Jake Paul fought in there and he obviously probably did very well considering the amount of tension that... Um, that his knockout got and all the NBA stars and athletes ch tuning in and, you know, trashing Nate Robinson and trolling him and posting the memes and creating the Nate Robinson challenge where you lay flat down and knocked out and stuff like that and, you know, all this trashy-ass stuff. So, obviously, the pay-per-views must have been good. So, going back to these Paul brothers, Logan Paul, Jake Paul, they're both very, very popular and very, obviously, they, they get the views, they get the streams, they get the numbers up. Same thing with Floyd Mayweather in the boxing world. Same thing that goes with his Instagram. Same thing that goes with all the social media. He's very smart. He's very intelligent. He has a lot of fans. Um, he makes a lot of money. He obviously is very well with his marketing. He's very well with his promotions. And, you know, Floyd's just a money bag, money maker. And you've got some fight 
that's gonna break a fuck ton of pay-per-views. That's what I was excited talking about, is that shit's gonna break so many pay-per-views. It's so exciting. I mean, this is a tactical, smart move on Floyd's part. I mean, Floyd has so many fans, and all these people, boxing fans, even if you're not a fan of Logan Paul, you're a fan of watching Floyd Mayweather, or maybe you're a, a hater of Floyd Mayweather, and... You want to see him hopefully lose, but by all means, ladies and gentlemen, if you're if you're looking for Logan Paul to be the guy that beats Floyd Mayweather, you've sadly mistaken. Yeah, pack a lunch because Floyd only comes back for fights he knows he can win. I'm not saying that Floyd can't beat a lot of people that are out there right now, in mainstream during like modern day. But Floyd's looking for paydays. He's not. I mean, same thing that that that's going that goes for like you know, uh, you know, just certain fights. Like you know, you you got to be motivated for it. You know, same thing that happens with John Jones, a light heavyweight. Like uh, like it's if, if you're not excited to do some shit or do or participate in these fights, you're not gonna you're not gonna put on the best of performances. You know what I mean? It it just it's just a it's just a logical factual thing. You're not going to perform at your best if you're not motivated and you're not excited to train. That's just some real talk. So Floyd, there's just nothing exciting right now out there for Floyd Mayweather and in a lot of people's minds considering the fact that he did kind of basically retire. But, you know, we see him have the Connor build up. That fight happens. And Logan Paul uh, now has a date with him now. But, yeah, we had him fighting on the Ryzen card. And... No one even ever expected that. And he fought a guy that nobody in the mainstream media knew. And as well as the fact that he was a kickboxer. Uh, Tenshin Nashikawa was a kickboxer. And you got boxing purists. And you got boxing fans on their side not knowing who the fuck he's fighting. But they're, yet they're tuning in to watch Floyd Mayweather fight. Right? It's crazy, right? And same thing that goes with Tenshin Nashikawa. I mean, I don't know necessarily, like, did the, did the kickboxing fans watch Tension fight because he was fighting Floyd Mayweather or well, I mean are kickboxing fans also boxing fans are they also MMA fans I mean there's large categories of different kinds of fight fans and stuff like that but you know there's a lot of a lot of boxing fans that just aren't fans of MMA there's some that are slowly but surely starting to get on the train of MMA and stuff like that but not necessarily like that excited about it maybe they're more into boxing and stuff like that I mean, that's the same thing with football fans. I mean, some people don't like football. I've met a couple people that don't like football. Same thing with basketball. A lot of people don't like basketball. Same thing with MMA. Some people don't like MMA. I don't know why. You're crazy as fuck. But, you know, not a lot of people like it. And, unfortunately, that's your loss. Our gain. We don't need ignorant fans a part of this. But... You know, like I said, it just depends on what you like. And not everybody likes the same thing. But, you know, going back to this Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather 
I think this this fight card will do amazing numbers. It's going to do amazing numbers because both the name recognitions and, you know, like I said, Floyd is fighting guys with name recognition that aren't necessarily fighting. But it's like a Hollywood matchup. I call them freak show fights, but they're pretty fun. All right, what time is it? It's 521 Pacific time, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate you guys for joining us here. Like I said, I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, quickly follow us on Twitter and Instagram. G the King Official on Instagram. G the King MMA on Twitter. You know, like I said, as always, KWTK Pod on Twitter and Instagram. It is cold as fuck out here right now. Yeah, I'm outside. I'm I'm currently sitting outside, probably about little less than a half a mile away from not a half a mile probably about five six minutes away from my job not gonna tell you guys where but i do have my night shift to do ladies and gentlemen i get off at, at 12 30 p.m or 12 30 a.m in the morning time so um you know I, I did the first job i got off already i had a few hours in between i got off at 3 30 i started six so I had some time to squeeze in to do the podcast. Quickly, we got uh, 15 more minutes probably on the show. So we're going to talk about uh, what, what else we got. We, we still got some more stuff. And if we don't get to everything today, ladies and gentlemen, then we'll talk about it on the Friday's episode because we're, we're going to do a show on Friday as well. Um, well, how about this? Um, I say we, I wanted to debut, not debut this segment, not necessarily like a... It's not really a segment, but I wanted to debut this discussion. Like I want just just this one time on this episode. Uh, I wanted I you know I want to um, you know discuss who the best fighter to not win a belt is and and stuff like that and you know best fighter to win a belt and you know one of my favorite fighters you know just different stuff like that like i I wanted to talk about that but we're gonna add some more things because i know there has to be more shit gonna come up in the next few days that we're gonna talk about on the show but yeah so what i was going back to what i was saying you know i just you know i work both jobs today um i have what's tomorrow wednesday and thursday so two more days after today and only two more days, ladies and gentlemen. 24 hours, baby. Two more 12-hour, 14-hour days, uh, if need be. And, um, yeah, we got Wednesday and Thursday. So, uh, yeah, we got Wednesday and Thursday. And uh, long-ass days, man. They're long. They're long. They're, um, they're very tough days. But um, that's the name of the game. And that's what we do when you want things in life and you want to achieve and you want to accomplish your goals. You've got to go for them. You've got to go for broke. you got to do it like it's your last time. And uh, regardless of if it hurts, regardless of if you have to wake up early in the morning, regardless of if you have to leave your family, regardless if you can't go to this party or hang out with that cute girl that you like, you know, you got to make sacrifices. That's what life's all about is making sacrifices, doing the things you love to do, not holding back. You know, just things like that. You know, you got to do things in life that you enjoy to do. You've got to obviously work hard. You obviously can't, uh, you know, obviously just find your way in to something that you want in a heartbeat because you got to work for it. And that's that's named life. That's what life is. You've got to work for things. You got to, you know, um, be willing to sacrifice a lot of things to get what you want. You know, and 
fuck, dude, they're long ass days. And sometimes you just really don't want to be at where you are. But if you don't like want to be at where you are, you shouldn't be there. Logically, I would tell people, but you know, it, it, it's a common thing for a lot of people. I mean, sometimes you're tired. Sometimes you, it's not that you don't want to be at work. It's just you'd rather be in bed, relaxing. I mean, especially because you're tired, but there's different levels of being tired, and I respect everybody that works hard, and there's people that work hard. You know, people that work harder than me, there's people that I work sim simultaneously harder than, and, you know, we just work hard in different ways. Either you're taking care of your kids, or you're a CEO of a company, or you're a coach at the gym, or you have a hectic schedule. I mean, me, um, five days out of the week, I I work uh, 12 hours, 12 hour shifts, five days a week. So obviously on top of that, I mean, I really don't get too much time to myself. And when I do get the time in between my uh, in between jobs, because like I said, it's not one job. I do two jobs. So my days transpire within a mass of 12 hours. So I'm not really necessarily, um, you know. I don't get too much time in between, so you got to think about it from like 3.30 to 6. And, and obviously, I'm going to go home and shower. Um, occasionally, we'll drink a Modelo. <laughs> I know, advocating, saying certain things I shouldn't be saying on this air. Hopefully, none of my bosses nor anybody hears this part. Oh, can we bleep that last part out? No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, you know, I relax, you know. And then on my days off, I sleep in. I mean... Uh, let's see, you know, even though I have 12 hour days and I have to get up at 530 in the morning, I, uh, uh, let's see, Friday, Saturday, oh, for Thursday, for Thursday night, I get to sleep in for the next morning. So I get to sleep in for Friday and then on Friday night, I get to sleep in, you know, even though I, I get off late, I get to sleep in for Saturday. And for Saturday, you sleep in for Sunday. Saturday night, you know, work work the night Saturday night, work the night Friday. And no, I don't work Friday actually. So it, it, so basically Friday, I get Saturday off, so I get to sleep in. I get to sleep in three times and not have to worry about waking up three times a week. And you know, I'm I'm very uh, thankful for that. And you know, it's a crazy hectic schedule, but you know, it keeps me occupied. It keeps me sane, it keeps me proud, it keeps me passionate, and it keeps me, you know, just enjoying every step of the way, regardless of what it is, you know, because in life, you've got to do things in, uh, that you're uncomfortable with at times, and you've got to make sacrifices, and, and, you know, that's how we make things happen in life. I mean, we got to do things in life. That are very tough. We gotta do things in life that are questionable. We gotta do things in life that are dirty. We gotta do things in life that, you know, can get us killed. It depends on your motivation. It depends on, you know, your will, your reason, your why. Why do you wanna do this? What made you wanna do this? And to close out our show, ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted to give you guys some motivation. We will be back on Friday, and you know, obviously, like I said, um, we'll come up with a lot more things. I do have more notes to do, and uh, more notes to obviously accumulate throughout the next 24 to 48 hours, like I said. We're gonna knock these couple days out, minus this last one too, and we're gonna have a good time. So 
I appreciate you guys for tuning in for this episode, episode 310 of Kicking It With The King. We talked about a lot. We covered a lot. There's a couple things we didn't talk about on um, on here. I mean, obviously some things I probably could have written down, but I didn't. And we can talk about them um, on Friday's show because we will be doing a show on Friday. Um, if not Friday, Friday, after, uh, Friday morning, we're going to do it Friday afternoon. In the morning time, ladies and gentlemen, as I put my mask on to stay COVID free because I just feel like I can't be heard when it comes to wearing a fucking mask. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Gabriel Hernandez. You can follow me on Instagram at G the King official, uh, G the King MMA on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Gabriel the King Hernandez, ladies and gentlemen, not necessarily too active on there. A um, little act more active on the kicking it with the King podcast account and all that. But overall, ladies and gentlemen, we're more active on Twitter. G the King MMA on Twitter and Instagram. Snapchat G Meeker underscore MMA, ladies and gentlemen. So without further ado, we are out of here, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you guys for tuning in on this live edition of Kicking with the King. It's always nice to slide in and get some time in with you guys, especially on the show. Appreciate you guys genuinely. Hit the music. DJ Turn It Up curated and performed by yours truly we're out of here baby bye folks